Welcome to the Authentic Deb Podcast. I'm Debbie and I'm your host for all things authentic. This podcast exists to bring people just like yourself from all over the world to share our stories, laugh at ourselves, and encourage each other along the way. Get ready to laugh, cry, and be empowered, but most of all to be you, because being you is enough. Hey, what is up, Facebook family? I hope that you like my wild, wild hair. I have a little bit of a lag between StreamYard here and uh, my thing that's so weird here. I'm on StreamYard and I'm watching Facebook over here. Uh, Make sure I see some commentos. Uh, There we go. So it's all kind of messed up. But um, if you see my background, you've got to know there's something up in the George household. So I realized that I completely missed my Monday motivation. I apologize, but I had a good reason for as good of a multitasker as I am. There are times where I'm just a little overloaded. So first of all, since we're going to talk about not settling in manifestation, I'm going to have a sip off the book. I manifested Dunamis Declarations. I walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. And I would say this, my fuel is God, but caffeine helps. Y'all, can we just keep it real? Caffeine helps. So, y'all, here it is. Authenticdeb.com slash shop. Get yourself a coffee cup. A couple t-shirts are up there. Here's the deal. I'm so a little tired. I am so excited. And comment, comment, comment. I'm really going to try to watch this time or watch it later. I know it's, you know, it's 7.30. Y'all should be up. Here's the deal. This is what I want to talk about today. So the reason most of you know, or if you've watched my, I really haven't said much on Facebook for the last week because I've been busy um, with good stuff. Make a long, long story short, uh, we are relocating to Tennessee. Susan will be working in Chattanooga, but we won't be living in Chattanooga. We are um, members of, uh, we'll be members of New Covenant Church of Atlanta. And so we're not in Georgia, but closer so that when they open up, we can go. And we know lots of people in Georgia and other, uh, lots of people in Tennessee and other ministries and stuff that we're looking forward to just connecting with and having fellowship. But it's been a really crazy process. So, what happened was Susan, um, you know, in Houston, if you're with oil and gas, uh, the market is it just really depends. Well, this pandemic really kind of took it out of her company. And um, she was finally in the job that she really liked. Uh, she does software packaging. If you're a geek and you know what that is, she basically, you know, electronically packages and deploys uh, huge software upgrades to networks around the world. It's a really great job, something she's been wanting to get into, something we've been talking about for years, especially with the end game being when we decide, decide, which is not right now, to step away from corporate America. Uh, that job is so lucrative. She can, we can basically go anywhere and she can take one or two, three month contracts when she wants to. That's always the phrase we use, when I want to, and um, work from remotely from anywhere. 
So I've already put my order in for maybe renting a beach house for a month or doing whatever. But anyways, and then the, they shipped off uh, because of their finances. They um, basically have outsourced the entire IT department, techs, software people, everything to India. So everybody has been searching for jobs and just nothing was coming up here. Uh, she would get a lot of job uh, interest here, but it was like tech support. Well, she is a tech. She's a high level tech support network tech and all that. So that's cool. But I kept saying, don't settle, don't settle. Like, let's not be, that's not what, that's not the end game. The end game has always been for her to, they keep changing the title of this job, but for her to be a software packager so that she could do it at her leisure um, and make good money at it when we step away from corporate America. On top of all the other little things we have going on to make residual income, just that ability something she really, really enjoys doing. She has worked years to get her foot back in the door of this particular job skill set. So she, we really, because she's the head of the household and because she, uh, of course, wants to take care of us, she was absolutely willing to, here I was looking at, um, she was, uh, hold on, Ruth, if you're watching, let me answer this. Um, Ruth, if you're watching, I will connect with you. We, we can make it happen, no problem, if you don't use PayPal. She's trying to buy my new Dunamis cup that I have set up on um, my shop. I finally got a shop up there with some T-shirts, which is not the purpose of this thing. But Dunamis decorations, decorations make a huge uh, difference in your life. I'm going to talk about that. So let me answer her because it's authentic Deb. I'm going to say, hi, I will. And after this uh, podcast, here's the deal. I didn't know that my shop only took PayPal. I, I had somebody help me set it up. Anywho, I digress. Susan, a bunch of jobs came up that were like, you know, high level tech support and this and that stuff she's done. Uh, some stuff came up that was stuff she used to do, which is procurement. And it was like a ton of money. Like there was a couple of jobs that came up that were like 25,000 more than what she was making at the time. And we talked about it in the car. And then, you know, by that night, she's like, honey, I don't want that job. And at first I was like, ooh, that's a lot of money, you know. And then I was like, okay. And I said, why? And she goes, I just don't like doing that job. I don't want to do that job again. I want, I want to do what I had set my mind to do. And I'm like, well, I'm 100, uh, behind you 100%. Because at the end of the day, God has us. God's always had us. I mean, look at me, girls, boys, gentlemen, ladies. I'm a little overweight. I have not missed any food. I'm just saying I have never seen God forsake me. I obviously like food. Um, I'm not picking on myself. I just need to change my diet. But all that to say that I ain't missing nothing. So I was like, do you? Do, you know, where do I say be you? Because being you is enough. I said, the last thing I want, I, I remember telling Susan, and I say it all the time, we say it to each other, I want you happy. Happy, happy life, happy wife, happy wife, happy life, whatever. I want her happy. Would I like her to make like a bazillion dollars? Sure, because I'm high maintenance and I like lots of nice things. But do I want my spouse unhappy doing a job out of duty um, that makes her unhappy? Mm -mm. So I just said, you know, baby, don't settle. And so then every now and then she go, well, there's this job and it's a six-month contract. And I'm like, no, 
you you're looking for because she's been a contract worker like you're looking for a full-time job with benefits hey we could even take a vacation together what a concept all this stuff don't settle don't settle don't settle don't settle don't settle say what you want and so um she, we set our minds to not settling. I'm like, baby, you know, because we need, you know, in the natural, it is a two-income household, even though I make good money. And so does she. And, uh, but I said, we'll be all right. We we will be okay. We will, it, it will be okay. Yeah, we switched our uh, confession to it is okay. You know, like it is absolutely um, okay, I'm trying to see if there's any comments. I don't see any comments yet. If you put comments in there, I'll definitely check them. So I'm like, it's okay. So fast forward. So she gets a job offer. Now, in the meantime, right, I've, I've scheduled, I've posted or whatever, wrote my Dunamis Declarations book, which is all about uh, whether you are strong in your faith or strong in hearing from God for yourself or you're brand new. Um, it's all about... Um, agreeing with some declarations and then going through activations to hear the voice of God for yourself. What is God saying to you? Um, you, somebody said I'm behind you marriage goals, right? I try, but fear is strong faith for sure. Stronger. I need more practice in that department. Well, whoever Facebook user is, cause it doesn't tell me here. I'll totally help you with that. Stand with you in that uh, faith. And, and that's where I'm getting to. So anyways, Susan, we're just like, yeah, we, we're okay. So we have had for a long time the vision called the Eagle's Nest. And the Eagle's Nest has always been a vision that we would have either a piece of property or a little piece of property in a huge house where ministers, um, say people who are more itinerant or burned out ministers or people who are just traveling or people, maybe pastors, maybe you've got people in your congregation that just need like a respite. They need to just get away for a month or two months have people there to lay hands on them, to pray for them and, and to help them heal in a quiet space and a space big enough to do like retreats or one day things, workshops, stuff like that. Well, you can see our house behind us. We love this little house. It's a 1500 square foot, kind of a big open thing. This is not the retreat house. This is not the Eagle's nest, right? You can uh, tell we're in the middle of moving. So, and for a long time, we kind of gave up on that dream as like life circumstances. You know, even though Susan and I speak faith, we kind of let life circumstances go. Well, a couple of weeks ago, literally like at the very end of January, um, Susan got an inquiry on a job and it was in, um, it was in Knoxville, Tennessee. And she's like, no, I'm not looking to relocate, you know, but the guy called her anyways. And it turns out there was a job in Knoxville and a job in Chattanooga. Now Chattanooga, we almost moved to Chattanooga about six years ago when we were coming off the road, it was between Tennessee and Atlanta um, and, and Texas. And um, Susan has Texas roots and ultimately uh, we ended up in Texas, but when we were in Chattanooga, we felt like a peace in our spirit. And it's really, you know, we would walk and go like that, that peace. When you feel that peace, when you're in the right place, that's right. Re reset and recharge center for the faithful. Exactly. And so this guy called her anyways, even though she said, no, I'm not interested in relocating. And she, she came out of her den and she said, now he's saying Chattanooga. She goes, that's like, basically I'm paraphrasing for her. That basically, that, I feel that. And the minute she said it, I remember, well, you can't see, but 
uh, the minute she said Chattanooga, and it was the it's about this job that she's already doing, it was like this piece. And she said, what do you think? And this is how Susan and I were always been together 23 years. We always roll like this. Uh, she looked at me and I went, do it. I mean, because she was kind of looking at me like, you know, honey, are you, do you want me to pursue this interview? And I'm like, that's what you want. There wasn't like, oh my gosh, you know, I mean, it was just like, I had some hesitation in the sense that we're very uh, connected in helping uh, whatever's happening in Houston manifest. But, you know, we've always been more of the, even though we've pastored locally, we've always been more of the fivefold ministry vein of wanting to go and support and encourage uh, current pastors or start new works. And then, and then, you know, um, pop in, support the pastor, pop out. Pop, you know, we're very itinerant in our ministry vision. So I thought, well, that doesn't really change anything. We still support Houston, whatever Bishop Randy wants, and um, come up here, fly up here, drive up here, whatever, right? Um, we're not, we're not, we don't have to, just like we haven't helped other places by being just in one place. So we're like, okay. So long story short, last, I want to say January, the last week of January, right? So maybe like the, probably like the 26th or something. So this guy calls her, tells her all about the job. She gets super, super excited. Next minute, we know the IT manager is calling her. She has over an hour interview. I'm trying to be quiet. It sounds like she's talking to her best friend or something. And yeah, God is guiding us. Absolutely. And um, hey, golly, at least I know who you're talking to. Who I'm talking to now. So we're like, now we're starting to get like, oh my gosh, are we really going to do this? But not fear, just kind of like, ooh, we, we do roll quickly sometimes. And I've had several people prophesy to us over the last two weeks, like God is going to boom, 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 move, 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 move. And, you know, here I've got this brand new fantastic job working for Blue Ridge Transportation Group um, after being in a job that gave me a lot, but ultimately wasn't the right job for me. And I had to make that decision in September that no amount of, no amount of um, whatever retirement package or anything because I was so close to vesting was, was worth my mental health. And so I stepped away from that, took a big risk and I got this beautiful job and it's, it, it's, I love the people and it's, it's just good money. I finally have an office, all these different things, but it's also a job that they want me to help with their website. I'm helping with several different things. So I get to be my squirrel self and do a whole bunch of different things. And so it's like a dream job for me. Um, so anyways, she had this interview and they said, okay, we're going to give you the final interview February 1st. Well, we were up at the country house because our birthdays are both February 2nd and uh, 5th. She has the final interview and we're thinking she's going to get an offer that day. They told her they've been looking since September, basically since the fall, and that she is exactly what they've been looking for. She had some very specific things. Um, that she, yeah, golden handcuffs for sure, Golly, if you're reading the quotes here, people, comments. So she had the interview on Monday, and I had uh, talked to um, Prophet Zoila Monday, and we were talking about this job. We were up at the country house, our little house in Texarkana, which we love, which we're remodeling, and she goes, tell God what you want. We're talking about timing and circumstance and all this. She goes, just tell God what you want. So we have this little it's probably been there 50 years, you know, one of those old time, just piece of board swing with the wood that's wrapped around the trees. One of my favorite pieces of the house. And I was out walking the dogs and you know, with their little leeches. And I just sat on that. I said, okay, God, what I want, because it was, you know, my birthday the next day. 
I said, I want Susan to receive this job. I wanted her to find out today, which was February 1st. And says, you can give me an early birthday present. I want her to make X amount of money. I set a thing there. Um, I want uh, da, 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 da. Plus, I had been asking my company, hey, Kit Kat, this is such a cool story, asking my company if I could work from home. I just started there in September. Anyway, so Susan does the interview. She feels it goes really good. Then she starts second-guessing herself, you know, which we do. And uh, they told her, well, we have other applicants. We're going to make a decision by Friday, which is her birthday, February 5th. And for a moment, I'm going to be real, I was a little downcast. Right, Kat? I was like, wait a minute. I had my, my heart set on her getting an offer today. I went out on my swing and told God, this is what I want, right? Not passing God around. I don't do that. But it's like, he loves me. Cat, he loves you. Aldi, he loves you. Anybody else watching? God desires and loves to give us good things. Can I get an amen? He likes to bless you. All right. It's not like going to your parents and, oh my gosh, I already spent my allowance. I wonder who am I speaking to? I wonder if I can have another $5. God is not like that. He's like, what you want, daughter? What you want, son? Say what you want. What I said, right? Go buy my cup. Dunamis declaration. What do you want? What do you want? So all that said, so we were a little downcast for just a moment. You hang on, Kat, because I'm going to share a piece of scripture that's going to knock your socks off and speak right into your situation. I know it. I can feel it. Woo! I don't cry much, but when I feel the hand of the Lord in his heart for people, I get a little weepy, and I'm feeling that right now. Like It's not just that he's so good over my life. He's so good over us. God is good, period. That is my prophetic word for today. God is good. Not just because we're in a good stretch, if you want to say. God is just good all the time, regardless of your circumstances. Okay, let me get back to what I was saying. So we were kind of, for a minute, I was like, did I hear God wrong? You know, has anybody ever done that? Like when you don't get the answer or the thing that you were expecting right in the time frame, because, you know, authentic Deb is microwave Deb sometimes, right? Anybody else a microwave kid where you're like, I want it now. And if I don't get it right now, and if I don't see the manifestation right now, I must have heard wrong prophetically. I, Oh, my gosh. You know, I felt like I've gotten these words from the Lord. And I digress. But I just, whew, you know, and so I, I, I sat down. I don't know why God speaks to me in the bathroom. Yeah, Barb. Barb, we still need to talk, but absolutely. And that's the thing is we can't always see the promise, but that's why I, that it's so important what I'm going to say. I'm going to put up, I made myself a banner. This is what I want to, I'm going to finish the story, but I'm also going to put up this little banner if I can find it. Um, look. It takes faith, but here's the rest of the story. So we're feeling a little bummed out Monday, and I don't know why God talks to me in the bathroom. I wish he wouldn't talk to me in the bathroom. Maybe he has my full attention. I'm just keeping it real. I've written songs in the bathtub. I'm like, God, could I please put some clothes on? You know, but uh, the Lord has a sense of humor, and he just talks to me where he can get my attention. Um, so I'm sitting there on the can, literally, feeling a little down, like, oh, we have to wait till Friday. What if they hire somebody else? And I thought I heard right. And, and then this, I, I just, I stopped it. Oh, I want to tell you guys this. When you start tripping, Kat, Barb, golly, whoever else is watching, when you start tripping and second doubting because 
things aren't immediately looking like how you thought they were going to look or how you want it. It does not mean you've missed God. It does not mean that you asked a miss. This wasn't asking for a Maserati, but you know what? I don't think God really cares if I have a Maserati. It's just not on my list, right? It serves me nothing. But all that to say that I stopped myself and thought, you know what? I'm not going back into this merry-go-round. I'm authentic dev. I'm a mature woman in Christ. I know how to fight. I know how to hold on to my declarations because I've put my faith to it. I've made my declaration. My action is coming. But, you know, part of that in this process was, you know what? I took my thoughts captive. And that's what the word says, 2 Corinthians 10, 5. Take your thoughts captive to make it obedient to Christ. So the Debbie, authentic dev version of that is if you you're getting a thought up in your head that makes the problem or the situation bigger than what God can do, then you need to cast it down because uh, Jesus in the name of God is above absolutely anything that you're going against. Does that mean you're not going to have hard times? It doesn't mean that. But uh, we have to see where our idols are. Have you made your circumstance and the things you're going through or the 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 hopelessness or the, the lack of action of what you're wanting, have you made that bigger than what God can do in your life? Go back and read 2 Corinthians 10. Read the whole chapter. Get it in context. I digress, but not really. So I made a decision right there. I'm like, you know what? You said, and you can start um, throwing, yeah, <laughs> kick the throne doubts for sure. I was having the throne, the ceramic one, having doubts. And I just uh, said, you know what? I'm not doing this. God, you said... And, and it wasn't like a giving up is like you said. So, okay, if we don't get the answer today, we're still getting the answer. She's still going to make this much. We're still moving. We're still, this is, this is what she wants. She wants this job, not just this job. She wants to work for this company. She felt kinship, which is, I felt the same way with my new company. Like sometimes you just like, you've known them forever, right? And who doesn't want that? You know, you don't want to go to job, just hating it, right? So um, so I started to turn, and I didn't say anything to her because I didn't want to speak anything negative to her. So it was about time to go to bed. It was about, well, I was just going to go and read. It was like 8, 8.30 at night, and I was just about to tell her, like, do I share with her that I'm kind of feeling some type of way? Because I thought rather than hold on to it, I'm going to share with my spouse that I'm having a little mini faith crisis, and I thought we could maybe pump each other up, hold hands, pray, pray the word. And um, uh, right as she sat down, I was opening my mouth and she went, oh, and her text, she got a text. It was 830 at night on Monday. Now, remember, they told her they're going to tell her Friday, but I'd asked God for it that day, my early birthday present. She got a text from the guy saying, we would like to make you an offer. Can I talk to you right now? Is God not good? She like jumps up at the bed and I'm like, oh, and she gets on the phone with the guy and he's asking her, what do you want to make? What's your salary requirements, basically? And a little bit more about the job. She tells him, he says, we're going we're gonna to send you the thing tomorrow. So she basically, they said, you've got the job. Yeah. I jumped up and shouted in that little country house and twirled around and whooped because it was like, oh, my gosh, I don't really do huge demonstrative stuff like that. And I was just like, woo, I won't do it for you now. But it was really loud. So we get to Tuesday and they send her the application and da, 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 da. And then we got the actual offer letter, February 5th, which was her birthday. It was exactly the amount that she wanted. And you know what she told me? She goes, I could ask for more. She kind of realized that, that, look, it's a great raise. Okay. But she's like, 
I could have asked for more and gotten this is probably, but now you'll just show your worth and get it next year. Right. I mean, you know, big deal, but all that. So all of a sudden we're in a rush to sell this house and this and that. So number one, we got with Zillow who buys homes and helps you relocate. And from February 5th, we got with Zillow. We got a cash offer on our house, this Houston house. We're keeping Texarkana. That's our baby. Where they just sell it. You don't got to clean it. You got to look at my house. You don't got to do nothing, right? They do all the repairs. They got, we got in touch with the Zillow realtor there, Beth Roush, which is, she is amazing. If any of you are in the Georgia, Tennessee area, you got to get with Beth. She has been a godsend. So we started on February, February 6th. Blowing up Beth's phone. She's walking through houses doing FaceTime videos with us to show us houses. We've got her driving all ends of the state. These houses are going so fast that if they're on Zillow for like three or four hours, they're gone. I'm not even, I'm not even being uh, funny. So we're looking at like houses and we're, we're thinking, oh, I need all this acreage because we want the eagle's nest. Now the vision's renewed. Well, long story short, we just kept missing out on houses. And then when we found some that were really good, they were too far out. We, Susan said, you know, I want to be not in Chattanooga, but closer to the people we know and Lafayette and Dalton and, and um, all, Ringgold, all these different places in Georgia and, and Chattanooga. So we decided, okay, well, we want fellowship. We know all these people. So we're going to, we're going to change our search parameters. So we found a house Sunday night and had been on Zillow for 10 hours. I'm about to show you the house. Just hang in there, hang in there, hang in there. Cause I still have a good word for you. So we found, so we called our realtor, I don't know, 830 night, 930 her time, whatever. And she's like, Oh, it's still, it's still on the market. We were all like amazed because these houses, multiple offers, multiple cash offers are flying off the shelves because of the real estate market. So we said we did something crazy, y'all. We made a over full price offer without even a video walkthrough, just by looking at the pictures and said, this is it. This is the Eagle's Nest. We made an offer, stipulate you have to let us know by 11 o'clock a.m. the next morning because the house had all sorts of showings. Long story short, we got the house. I'm going to show you the house. Just a second. Check this out. I'm going to find it. I know it's here. I just got to move things for a minute. So we got a house. It is in Ottawa. Don't ask me where that is. It's somewhere in Tennessee. Okay. I just, I'm trying to find where my stuff is because I made a picture and everything. Brand. Oh, there it is. Okay. So I'm going to take my, my, my little face out. So what I want to talk to you about, look here, faith. Got to have faith. A mustard seed of faith plus declarations. What did I do? I manifested God. This is what we want. Plus action equals manifestation. And this is what I heard. And this is what I wanted to share with what I wanted to share with you. Uh, let me bring my face back. Faith plus action. Faith declarations and action equals manifestation. The manifestation is always not the immediate thing that you want right away. Okay, it's not always immediate, but this is what I'm going to tell you. This is what the what I'm trying to tell you is never settle. We made a decision not to settle. And I have settled a million times in my life. 
Okay. This isn't like, oh, I always make the right decision. No, but God is building my faith. Never settle. We didn't settle for these other jobs. They were paying the exact same amount she's getting paid right now. So comfort it would be comfortable for us, but it wasn't a job she wanted to do. And I don't want to see my spouse just doing something out of a responsibility. I'm thankful that she's responsible, but that's not how I want her. Hey, that's not how I want her to live her life. Okay. Um, so that's not how I want her to live her life. So anyways, we were under contract. We are under contract. It's like I said, it's in Ottawa. Uh, we are supposed to close on this house March 12th and then close on that house just a couple days later. We, as you can see, we're taking stuff, but we're giving a lot of stuff away. Cat, golly. Uh, I think I'm even done with garage sales. I think Susan and I are going to figure out what else we want to keep that we're going and the rest we just want to give away. So I want to get with any of my local peeps. Maybe you know people that need something, whether it's plates or whatever, because it's always great to give. And I'm kind of done with garage sales at this point. I'm, I'm over it. Um, we have done garage sales uh, last weekend. We have been, we kept poor Beth up on the phone like three nights in a row looking at houses. I wasn't getting to bed till midnight. I burned my food. I forgot it was in the oven, but this is what the Lord says. Cause I'm going to put this picture back up because I want you to see it. So this is our house. Check out the blue door. This is our Eagle's nest. What it's not all the acreage I wanted. It's under an acre, but it's still pretty big, but there's acreage on both sides. So you see my hands, Woo! that I'm going to, that we, what we'd like to declare into, this is a 2,500 square foot house, well, almost 26 and then a full unfinished basement. So by the time we finish off the basement, it's going to be like a 3,500 square foot house, has a great yard for the dogs, has the porch of all I wanted. I've got my prophetic door there being a prophetic person, that blue door, it's got the porch I always wanted and has a huge kitchen. We're going to do retreats. We're going to completely finish out the basement. I'm going to have my recording studio down there. Susan's going to have her art studio down there. When we get into doing retreats and this and that, well, we're going to put a toilet and a shower down there. And, you know, couches are just a, it's a thousand square feet plus down there. We're going to be fine. Right. But this is what I want to tell you. See my face again. This is what I want to say. This is what I heard the Lord saying. It's like, see, I'm doing a new thing. And he says this, forget the former things and do not dwell on the past. Barb, golly, cat, Lisa, who's ever watching? Hear the word of the Lord. Jeremiah, where am I? No, Jeremiah. Isaiah. Isaiah 43. Doom, doom, doom. Verse 18. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. Cat, are you there? See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? Barb, I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. And he says, the wild animals honor me and the jackals and the owls. And the Lord says, why do they honor God? Because I provide water in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. He does that for the birds, y'all. And then he says, I give drink to my people. That's you. My chosen. That's you. The people I formed. He formed you. He knitted you. He created you. He knows all about you. You can't hide nothing. But that's okay because you're loving God. He goes, I give drink to my people, to the chosen. You are chosen of God. The people I formed for myself that they may proclaim my praise. Now I want to say the people I formed for myself, did God 
create you so he could use you like a puppet? Mm -mm. God wants fellowship with you. God wants friendship with you. He created you for himself because he loves you. He, you are his greatest creation, y'all. So I wanted to leave that with you. You are his greatest creation in faith and making those declarations and then taking action equals the manifestation. We had faith. We had some faith crises. We kept speaking into it. We declared, thank you for the eagle's nest. Thank you for this new job. Thank you that I make X amount of money. Thank you that I have fellowship. Thank you that you use me in your kingdom. Thank you that I make new relationships, right? Boom, boom, boom. I have been, thank you, God, for this unfinished basement. Thank you for a new drum set and a new piano and, and, and a, a, in a, an area to have a, you know, I'm going to put up the foam. I'm going to make myself a recording studio. Thank you that I don't have to go back and forth plugging things into my computer. Thank you that I can have a separate area. Things I'd only thought of before, thoughts turned into declarations. Look, I have lots of thoughts. If I don't turn them into declarations, then I can't apply any faith to it. You just don't go and hope it happens. What are you waiting on today? And yes, I know Barb and others sometimes it take, let me tell you this, Barb, we've had the vision for the Eagle's Nest for like 15 years. We've had tons of things that we kind of just gave up on it. I've wanted that music studio for years. I've wanted that podcast studio for years. So when, when I get all moved and we get that finished, you're not going to see all this. You're just going to see a green screen or whatever I decide you. But all I'm going to have to do is walk in and press play because my microphones will be set up. My camera on the tripod will be set up. The special equipment for that. I'm not even worried about how much money it costs because I know God will do it because he wants his word to get out. And especially in this COVID thing, I can't go visit everybody, but I can give you a word of the Lord right here. I share my life with you right here and, and, and just speak life into your situation. So don't settle. Faith, declarations, action. But Barb, you can get better right? And so action, look at this. I wrote that book, Dunamis Declarations. Get yourself a copy cup. And let me tell you, this is a sidebar and then I'll be done. So I made a couple t-shirt designs, which I don't have on right now. They're in the dirty wash and, and, and my book and stuff. And I um, finally hired somebody to like do the shop on my thing. I've been so busy. I haven't even told anybody about it. Um, but I set all the prices. I have like two t-shirts there, three t-shirts and two coffee cups. This is what I'm going to tell you, just so you know, because I'm authentic dev and I always keep it real. Um, I got my little dunamis declarations cup, you know, they'll not print on demand. You order it, it ships right to you because I didn't have time to do all that other stuff. Right. All of my prices, I thought I ain't here to gouge people. All of my prices before any Stripe or PayPal things is a $5 profit for me. So those prices are the cost it costs me to have an account there and a $5 profit for me and then whatever your shipping is. Because Authentic Deb's not trying to gouge anybody. I'm not trying to get rich off a coffee cup or a book even. I want you to grow and, and I want to impart life to you. So anyways, that is my story. I'm going to post the house on Facebook. More pictures obviously to come. But we are super excited, and now we have a bunch of things in the mix. So pray for us. Uh, we're actually in the 
because in the natural exhausted, even though everything is going good, it's just been nonstop. But this is what I want to say. Won't God do it? February 1st, she gets a job offer. February 9th, we are under contract virtually it with a house in Tennessee that is everything that we need. And we're under contract here um, with this house, cash offer with a, a, a significant amount of, um, of, of, of more than enough. We thought we were only going to get like maybe 7,000 back out of the deal because we had refinanced several months ago, but we're going to get over $14,000 back. Susan's getting a, a new job with a $15,000 raise. I got a new job with a $12,000 raise. I mean, it's just like boom, boom, boom. And it's not about the money, but it's it's about believing and seeing that God is abundantly, exceedingly, like the Lord said, like prophet says in Ephesians 3.20, abundantly, exceedingly more than you can dream or imagine. So Keep dreaming, never settle. This is Authentic Viv signing off. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Authentic Deb podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and connect with me at AuthenticDeb.com. There you can book a session with me and request to be a guest on the show. So until next time, this is Authentic Deb signing out. And remember, be you because being you is enough.